Hello everyone, my name is Toby and welcome to the first episode of my podcast, The Three Ps and Games Podcast. So, just by the name, as you figured it out, we are going to be talking about the marketing of video games, how video games are promoted to us gamers and, you know, what make us make those purchasing decisions. So... I am currently, I'm a Nigerian and I love video games. I've been gaming since I was a kid. And generally, I'm always fascinated by how they are marketing to us. I consume a lot of media and I love how games are showcased, games are promoted, games are, you know, highlighted. And I can't wait to have discussion with various experts, which I hope to bring on this channel on this podcast sorry and have them discuss with me and of course some of my friends that will be bringing on uh yeah it's gonna be really fun um i'm hoping to you know talk about my views on gaming in general so but i'm not gonna be talking about too much about you know the games themselves you know the gameplay and the likes probably I might discuss in that on another podcast, but you know, I'm mostly going to be focusing on the promotion of games. So you know, how games are showcased to us. So the directs, the E3s, the state of plays, the you know, Gamescom lives, and all that. I'm also going to be looking at you know, pricing, how some online game markets are carried out, and you know, we're going to be going going some deep dives. Of course, we're going to be doing some business talk. So, you know, sometimes going to be going through some annual reports, financial data, um, you know, sales reports. I'm just going to be looking at, you know, how effective those marketing strategies are. You know, we're going to be sitting down and discussing what type of audiences we believe their games are targeting and, you know, the marketing team. And, you know, it's going to be a fun discussion. So for my first episode, I only have me. So I'm the host single host today and i decided to talk about arguably my favorite franchise in gaming pokemon pokemon yeah i love pokemon and i've been playing pokemon games since i was a kid so a little background i live in nigeria and um you know i've never really been exposed heavily to the pokemon marketing in terms of tv and the likes compared to those who live in you know foreign countries um so for me Generally speaking, what I see about Pokemon is mostly what I see online. Of course, growing up, I'd watched a lot of the anime movies. Uh, and yeah, they were fun and they were great. But for the, in terms of the games, I've never really been marketed at two. So of course, I've come in contact with people playing the games, my friends and cousins. And uh, that's how I got into the series. Uh, of course, playing several games by myself, I continue to play those games. And I'm looking forward to, you know... The new releases coming very soon and of course one of the main reasons why i did this episode is because pokemon is gonna be shown about two days on the 18th we're gonna have a pokemon presents and i'm looking forward to seeing you know new footage of pokemon Sh- brilliant diamond and yeah brilliant diamond and shining pearl and of course pokemon legends rcs I can't wait to see those two games. I'm a huge fan of the Gen 4 games, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. I really love those games. I can't wait to play them. 
I'm hoping for several things, but I'm not going to dive too much on those things because, you know, this is not a regular gaming podcast. So, for me, what am I looking forward to in that um, showcase? So, what I want from Pokemon Presents is, of course, to show the games in their best, best light. The games, these two games, Pokemon Diamond, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which are remakes of, you know, Gen 4 games, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, were announced in February as part of, you know, the anniversary celebration that Pokemon did. And I'm not, you know, not a big fan of how the games were showed. For Pokemon Arceus, you know, they gave us a slight teaser info about the game. Bringing about the whole Breath of the Wild vibe, which I dig and I love, and I love the fact that they're taking inspiration from Breath of the Wild. You know, one of the greatest games ever made. So why shouldn't you take, um, you know, inspiration for that game? But you know, for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I really have issues with those games because uh, you know those those games are games that released originally in Japan in 2006. And then they came to the West in 20, 2007. I don't think I got to play those games till about maybe um, maybe 20, 2010 or 20, 20, 2009. Okay, 2009. Yeah, but I think that's when I, I really got to play those games. 2009, 10, probably around that time. 10, 11, probably, most, most likely. I can't remember. But, and, you know, I, I also played Hot Gold and Soul Silver also in the Generation 4 series of those games. And I really enjoyed those games. So, you know, I was looking forward to, you know, them remaking the games just like they, they've done in the past, you know, making the games look good, you know, look very good. Or you know, use the new engines that they're currently using. So I was hoping this game will use, you know, Pokemon, previous Pokemon games, Pokemon Sword and Shields engine. And of course, make it look good and what we got was not what i expected and the reason and for me um the fan reaction and i was just thinking what audience were they going for are they going for people who have you know played the games in the past and are nostalgic about the game or are they going for you know people who haven't played the games before but they want to you know bring the games in a in, in bring showcase it make it faithful but you know not too faithful so of course the battle system is upgraded to feature the new 3d engine like i think like the let's go games but the overworld retained a lot of the original style and look so i i, I was just curious and like are they going for you know people like me who played the game in the past and really looking forward to playing the game playing the games again but people like me i believe were expecting the game sh- to look you know a lot more modern than when it looks so who what exactly are they targeting with pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl that, that's that's something I, I i i find interesting because you know these games look good you know okay they don't look bad but they don't look great either you know the the chibi style of the characters i really don't have issues with that i just have issues with the how the overworld seems to be you know heavily influenced by the past games but they're not so different maybe it's the lighting that needs issues um or uh, needs fixing i think they can adjust the lighting a bit but i just have issues with the overall design and i just looked at it for me as a a person a consumer who was looking forward to pl- playing remakes of those games you know looking up you know previous remakes 
you know, Omega Ruby and Sapphire, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, how they use the engines of the, you know, the previous Pokemon games. I was severely disappointed to see um, those games like that. But then again, I just realized, okay, maybe the reason why they are doing that is because okay, if you want a more modern take on the Sinnoh region, which is where generation Pokemon Diamond and Pearl games take place, you can just pick up Pokemon Legends Arceus instead. So, you know, for me, that is where I, I found a lot of, you know, issues with. Of course, the game comes out in November. It's going to be $60 as usual because we know it's Nintendo. They don't do anything less. So, we don't. I don't expect many people to complain. So, it comes out 19 November this year. And I believe Pokemon Arceus comes out in January 2022. And I'm hoping that, you know, we get a good look at that. Uh, it comes out on the 28th of, December, of January 2022. And I'm looking forward to having a brand new look at the game. So for me as a consumer, what am I looking out for? I want to see, you know, the basic gameplay loop of the game. What am I going to be doing in the game? You know, I want them to sell me on the main theme of the game. Are they going more exploration and f- more exploration and fo- battle focus? Or are they going to go the more, you know, multiplayer, let's run through the single player game quickly and focus on the battling and the multiplayer of the previous generation? Um, Sword and Shield, I didn't play those games and I had my reason because based on what I, you know, I saw and was marketed to, those games did not have the philosophy of what i liked about the previous pokemon games so i decided that you know i'm not gonna venture into something that's obviously not for me you know the structure of the overworld of those games where the dungeons were just too linear for my liking i'm an exploration based consumer i like games that let me explore and i don't like when games you know sh- you know sh- cage me in, in certain situations now, I, I found that they improved on that with the future DLC releases. You know, I think the Isle of Armor and, you know, is a very good, you know, showcase of that. I, looking through, you know, reviews and, of course, watching the various videos and the various Pokemon presents and various directs that, that those games were shown, the DLC expansions by Pokemon Sword and Shield were shown. You know, I, the Isle of Armor, you know, really showcase what an exploration based pokemon game can be and um, you know i got that sense and if that because um would i say i can't buy every game in the world and you know the hype on those games are passed for me i probably would have picked up you know the full pokemon game out of armor but you know i, I just at that point i didn't it didn't seem worth it to me i was looking at what what's next that the pokemon company and game freak has in store for me and you know i'm excited for pokemon rcs they look good i just want to see the focus on what what's the gameplay look gonna be what are gonna highlight and you know and one, th- one good thing about you know pokemon presents is that you know production values and is it's always it's always been a good thing with pokemon all their videos have high production values good narration um good subtitles too for you know translation and the like so i'm expecting high production values from the pokemon present as usual i'm expecting them to you know give a general outlook of what to expect now in terms of the package you know i don't expect them to announce dlc 
for any of the games but maybe they were announced they looking into downloadable content for pokemon arceus they i think they did that for certain shoot when it, when it was initially reviewed but i'm not so sure but you know i should be expecting i should be expecting that towards the end of next year we should be getting you know dlc for pokemon arceus and um for me, I, I, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to how they run with it because, you know, as a as a Pokemon fan, I, I'm, I think I have, I have, you know, lost a lot of opportunities to really get into the franchise in terms of getting merchandising, and I'm looking forward to how they will merchandise these coming games too. For a while, yes, you know, they have a lot of, you know, merchandising promotion, clothes, the many clothes plushies and the likes and you know, those things i really i don't can't can't i can't get into all those things easily as i would because you know shipping costs and moving things from abroad live in nigeria i generally don't tend to you know do merchandising because they're not easy to find in my country so i rather sp- i already spend a lot to buy games on digital stores and you know buy consoles so i can't just do all that but you know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm always curious to see how the pokemon franchise has been able to you know keep up that hype you know keep up that love for the series but since i'm focusing on, focusing on the games we're not really going to be delving on to that so ever since that reveal in february we haven't seen any look of those games i think the only time we saw um a glimpse of pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl was when they announced the nintendo switch oled model and we saw some clips there and yeah it looked better and you know from what from that video all i see is oh yes pokemon is gonna be one of the 10 port games for the switch this holiday season now, for me the summer season has been really good but you know i don't think it has been fantastic uh we know from their quarterly report switch and software sales declined but of course we do know that you know the effect of the pandemic was largely to blame for that of course we don't expect many companies to match sales from last year but you know the decline wasn't as steep as many people predicted it i think nintendo hardware just sold about four point something million hardware and they sold about five point something million hardware in q2 last year so based on my estimates um so i know that that is something so for pokemon let's see how they promote arceus on the 18th um i'm look, strongly looking forward to seeing how they will you know release more videos as the launch date resumes you know they've been keep they kept quiet for about six months and you know that's not um regular this i think is the first e3 in a while that we've not seen pokemon at all and you know there's been some speculations from many people i think um joe from of Cerebi, Cerebi.net, you know, he speculated that, you know, the promotion of Pokemon will push back by two months. So instead of doing it in June, they moved it to August. And, you know, the main draw for Pokemon promotion is Arceus. And since that's, that's also been pushed by two months to January instead of November, as Pokemon usually released. And I think um, the remakes are just there as a, you know, second pillar of release, I guess that's that's still one thing that still boggles my mind why pokemon is are releasing two games you know 
back to back are they not gonna cannibalize each other's sales are they not gonna affect each other's sales because you know i'm just looking at someone like me can i really afford to buy two pokemon games 60 dollars back to back you know i don't i don't think i can i may end up just getting you know the remakes and then get legends maybe later in the year but um maybe later next year but I, I, I'm just kind of curious, what is your rationale for doing that? Maybe they are looking at, you know, this, you know, initial remake release is targeted for, targeted at those you know, who are nostalgic. I know, or maybe a way of bringing in people, you know, to older, younger, newer audiences to understand how Pokemon was back in the day. You know, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl were notorious for being... I won't say difficult, but kind of difficult. Um, a lot of people had issues um, locating some areas and kind of got lost. I was one of those people that got lost, but of course, I still found my way. And I really enjoyed the game because they gave they gave this sense of freedom. I think there's a part where you can choose which gym leader to fight, which is not new for the franchise. You could do that in the first game too. But I think here... You know, it, it, it really stood out to me that it gave you options. And yeah, it, it's, it was a really fun experience for me, especially when you play Platinum. Platinum was a really packed game and that was a packed game. And I, ho- I hope they have Platinum content there. And as, as, as a gamer, I'm, I don't know what we are going to expect in their promotion. Of course, we know the games are going to release full price, as I said earlier. And, you know, that's a standard thing for Nintendo and Pokemon games, that they don't drop in price. So, let's just see if, you know, Pokemon don't do in-game content, in-game DLC, and they like cosmetic content. Not that I know, um, but if they start doing that for their games, it's a good way to make extra money. I know a lot of people will be like, whoa, no, don't say that. But, yes, we games are entertainment. But people that make games also want to make money. Um, you don't go to the cinema and watch movies for free. So, if they're going to offer loads of content you can get for free and some cool premium content you can pay for, I don't think that's a big cosmetic content you can pay for. I don't think that's a big deal. Um, it should be cheap and it should not, you know, you should, it shouldn't. I don't think the cosmetic content should cost more than the game when you buy everything that's my own personal philosophy i don't i feel you know if you buy a game for 60 dollars and then you buy cosmetic content and it costs you more than a game or times two of the game i don't think that that makes sense um of course it should not be any form of loot box loot boxes or you know energy tanks like in pokemon unite um they should just be plain purchases and they should be cheap you know i think it could a one dollar for like a whole set of outfits i think that's fair and someone speaking someone like me the reason why i don't buy a lot of cosmetic in games is because when i look at the price i'm like why would i want to pay you know a percentage of my the game if i'm spending five dollars on only cosmetic i've already if i buy five of them i've bought you know i paid five half the game price already so why would i do that so to me it just those things just move me the wrong way but of course as a business you really can't do an emotion so some things are my personal opinion, but some things you just understand why they do that, and you know, we, we it's capitalism, I, I guess. So, I feel they can offer that if they're gonna offer really cool, nicely designed um, outfits, 
they can offer a, a good price cheap price for them not something ridiculous and you know, speaking of pokemon i just you know wanted to highlight pokemon unite um for me i think the game has had a semi-successful launch in on the switch initial reveal of pokemon unite was kind of weird and kind of terrible you know you had some japanese youtubers and some gamers people playing the game it was a weird showcase um honestly and till today i still wonder why they decided to show the game in that light they should give could have done a good deep dive you know video when they were ready to showcase the game and I, I didn't really understand of course i tried it out i played it myself and i was addicted to pokemon unite for about a week and i've left it for a while because of course work and life has to move on and have other things to play but the game's really nice i think they did they had a successful launch on the switch you know there was not much fanfare and noise surrounding it but i think you know the mobile one is really where they're gonna need to go all out and um i think it if they really want to sell it of course take advantage of all the apple placements on the app store and of course google play store placements um to generate enough buzz for the games i know it's gonna be huge in china and the likes i know but you know let's hope and see how they will do on mobile but yeah the switch game long i feel was was quite successful i don't know how much money they've made um hopefully we can get a glimpse of pokemon companies and financials in the future or maybe through 10 cents and financial details we can see how much money pokemon unite is making for them so that, that's something I'm, I'm curious to see in the future and see how effectively they promoted that game for promotion you know i think for pokemon unite i think only a couple of youtube videos i've come across and um, of course getting youtubers to play and getting other people to play um the free to play nature of pokemon unite ensured that many video game sites the big ign's and the likes they didn't get hands-on till the game had released so people like me and many people like me already started playing the game before we started reading the opinions online and we, of course i think that helped um in a lot of ways it also did not help because i felt there could have been more push and more promotion if many had got hands-on on it before the game's release but i think it was i think you know it was a good strategy it was not it was not traditional you know they would have gotten re- many people would have gotten reviews out before the game launched but i think in the way they did it you know relying on the power of the franchise it's pokemon and people would join in and play regardless of how good or bad they feel the game might be it's pokemon you know sword and shield as much as a lot of people complain about it still one of, it's still one of the highest selling pokemon games ever i think probably number four on the list right now hopefully soon will soon pass pokemon gold and silver and crystal will soon pass those three and it will be among the top tier top tier um pokemon games that are selling gold and silver very soon so it's 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 very important so that you know they rely on the power of the franchise and they know the franchise has has the clout you know has the following and they relied on that with the launch i didn't really see a lot of fanfare uh, you know a lot of reviews coming out as i said earlier because i feel you know the controversy between pay to win where there are some items there that you can pay for you know there's a long there are several currencies there and you know the long the short of it is that if you pay for some currencies 
you have the ability to upgrade some held item pokemon held items and that give your pokemon some stat boosts unfortunately they are very very minor stat boosts they don't make you know much difference but of course you know as i say if you are in a highly competitive scene or competitive game it may just be the difference between you know winning and losing so it has its advantages and disadvantages so you know you can't really we can't really say for sure how big of a deal that would be in you know in terms of you know the meta going forward but i think that's the that was a i, I believe that was the things that why they you know didn't make it so available for a lot of you know journalists to play before launch I think that would have you know sold a lot of people on that so yeah um i can speak mostly for the japanese promotion i don't really have much insight on that of course i follow the pokemon company and some of their things online so my a lot of my once again a lot of my promotion activities we're going to follow up on online and you know i'm hoping to get you know people from the us and uk to give me some insights to tv promotion uh, tv ad promotion and it likes when it, when it gets there because us is of course one of the biggest video games market if not the biggest video games market so you know we need people from there and hopefully i get people from japan too to give me feedback on you know the the games too so that's what i'm looking for i'm really looking forward to that i'm hoping that you know we get those feedbacks from um from people so thank you um i'm gonna try and record one episode a week where i just talk about you know everything in the world of video games and promotions and of course we'll talk about news and you know and always end on what am i currently playing so as usual what am i playing i am playing I'm playing Lego City Undercover and Pokemon Unite. So that's what I've been playing mostly. Um, I have loads of games I want to play too. And also, I'm playing Borderlands too. The first Borderlands. Yes, I know it's an old game, but I'm still trying to finish up the first game on the Switch. I have the Legendary Collection I'm trying to play through while playing um, Lego City Undercover while playing Pokemon Unite. While also having gone far in Skyrim and also have sec- uh, many games to play, many games. Yeah, so let's just say for now I'm playing Lego City Undercover, Borderlands, and Pokemon Unite. And after I'm done with that, I'll probably go on to Sekiro and some other games on my PlayStation 4. So, yeah, that's what I'm currently playing. And you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Presents on Wednesday and uh yeah thank you very much if you're listening to this podcast this is my very first podcast no i'm not a marketing just a disclaimer i'm not a marketing expert in any way i work in sales in my company i'm very interested in how video games are marketed and um i hope to learn and i hope to do more research and get some more insights and you know um, videos and discussion on video game marketing in particular you know a, a lot of you know discussion and development of the games a lot of discussion and development online but i want to really want to focus on you know games marketing the audiences you know the three p's as i said mostly and 
that's what i want to do yeah so if you made any mistake in the podcast please correct me through um the comment sections of any of any podcast platform you are listening to you know you can just send a comment and i will get back to you and of course in the description you can see an email where you can forward me your you know questions comments and of course corrections so thank you very much for listening to this episode um see you again next week